If anybody deserves it, it is him. Si alguien lo, lo merece, es él. ¿Cómo están todos? How's everybody? Amen. Bendecidos. You're good. You're amen. You know, a lot of times, you know, people, I get, you, you have no idea how, how often I, I just laugh up here, you know, when I'm, when I'm speaking to you. Ustedes no tienen ni la idea cuánto yo me río aquí a veces cuando yo estoy. Este, people would say, you know, how you doing? They'll say amen. Oh, you're amen. Good. Alguna gente dice, le dice, ¿cómo están? Dicen amen. Oh, estás amen. Qué bueno. <laughs> but, but, but it's, it's so, so beautiful, so, such a privilege to, uh, to share the word. And today, I'm not going to get theological by any means. Hoy no voy a ser muy teológico de ninguna manera. I just want to share with you at the, what, the way that God made uh, for me. Quiero compartir con ustedes el camino que Dios hizo para mí. A little while ago, they sang Waymaker. He is a Waymaker. Este, él es el Señor que abre caminos, hace lo imposible. He's a miracle worker. Es un hacedor de milagro. That's who he is. He's never lost that. Nunca ha perdido eso. Y él este, nos ha dado una comisión. He had given us a commission, all of us, a commission. And uh, he, you know, a lot of times when we think about the Great Commission, muchas veces cuando... Pensamos en la Gran Comisión, we think about Matthew or Mark and what Jesus said. And pensamos en Mateo, Marcos, eh, lo que dijo Jesús. But you know something? I believe that started way back in Genesis. Pero yo creo que eso comenzó muchos años antes en Genesis. And he told uh, Adam and Eve, he says, you be fruitful and multiply. ¿Eh? Cuando él habló a Adán y Eva, él dijo, tú sé fructífero y multiplica. And Isaiah said, Fill the earth with my glory. Llena la tierra con mi gloria. Entonces, tenemos esa comisión todavía, and we have that commission even today. Amen? Amen. I said we. Not pastors, not just some leaders. I said we. It's for us today. No es solamente para algunos pastores o líderes, para todos nosotros hasta hoy en día. Este... Romanos, in Romans uh, 16 and uh, 14, I mean 10 and 14 and 15 says this. But how then, how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them and how will anyone go and tell them without being sent that is why the scriptures say how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news says Romanos 10, 14 y 15 there's no salvation without Christ no hay salvación aparte de Cristo no one you could go to, nowhere you could go to find salvation without Christ. No hay nadie a donde puedes ir, ningún lugar a donde vas, 
eh, para encontrar salvación fuera de Cristo. You remember that song? I know that some of you remember song like 30 years ago. We are the world. We are, remember that? Huh? It's before my time. Yeah, right. You probably helped write it. Antes de su tiempo, dice él. It's a nice song. But, you know, I was listening to it the other, just the other day, a few days ago. And there's one line that destroys the whole song. It says, we have to understand that we are the ones that to save ourselves. No one can save themselves. Nadie puede salvarse a sí mismo. Somos salvos por Cristo, nada más. Amén. Many years ago, muchos años atrás, as a young man, como hombre joven, I mean, younger than I was, than I am now, you know, más joven de lo que soy ahora. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost, it's almost like I'm seeing John there. You know? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, guys. We, we, you know, we like to laugh here. Pero, uh, I'm in North Carolina, estoy en Carolina del Norte, Fort Bragg, Fort Bragg, 502nd MP Battalion, Batallón 502 de la Policía Militar. I'm uh, there for about almost four months, estoy ahí casi cuatro meses, nothing but training. Training, 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 training. One weekend off. Tuve un fin de semana libre nada más, todo era entrenamiento. And, and, you know, I'm sharing, I'm, I want to share this. Este, what does this have to do with our commission and, and missions? Uh, just hold on to your horses. I, I want to show you how Christ makes a way for people, okay? Yo estaba allí en Fuerte Brac, and during those three and a half months, our barracks were two-story. And I would go downstairs and up and down and up for nearly three and a half months. There was a bulletin board at the bottom of the stairs, which I never looked at. Había un boletín en la gradera que nunca vi. For three and a half months, I had never stopped there to look at it. Nunca me paré para verlo. One day, three and a half months or so, close to the fourth month, este, I went downstairs and I stopped. Bajé y lo vi al final de tres meses y medio. Y miré, and I looked, and the first thing that I saw there, right in front, was a letter asking for volunteers to go to the canal zone. Era una carta pidiendo voluntarios para ir a la zona del canal. Lo primero que vi. En tres meses y medio, in three and a half months, that day I stopped, and this is what I saw. And I signed up to go to the canal zone. Y yo eh, puse mi nombre para ir a la zona del canal. But not before asking my sergeant where the canal zone was. <laughs> <laughs> Pero no, antes sin preguntarle a mi sargento dónde estaba el canal I didn't know. Canal zone. You know what he told me? He says, well, that's in Panama. But uh, I don't know that you want to go there. That's the third thickest jungle in the world. And it was at that time. 
El, el sargento me dijo, yo no sé si tú quieres ir para allá, esa es la tercera jungla más densa del mundo, y lo era en aquel entonces. Oh, I thought about it, you know, it was either Vietnam or, uh, so, uh, that was an easy pick. Eso fue fácil de escoger, era Vietnam o Panamá. Okay, so about eight of us signed up and we all got to go to Panama. Y todos fuimos a Panamá, ocho de nosotros. On the plane down to Panama, en el avión a Panamá, I read a paper, I'm reading the newspaper, estoy leyendo el periódico, y me pensé, and I thought, what are we getting into? The government had just overthrown the other one, previous government. And I'm telling, talking to myself, I said, oh my goodness, what are we getting into here? Y yo pensé que, ¿qué va, qué, ¿en qué me estoy metiendo? Porque el gobierno presente derrocó al pasado. Okay, so we're in Panama now. This was around the first of uh, the first week of October. Fue como el principio de octubre, 1968, 1968. Panama was off limits to us. No podíamos entrar a la de because of what happened. But anyway, uh, uh, we waited three weeks. They told us, okay, on such a date, you know, close to the end of October, you're going to be able to go into the Republic. Y casi al final de octubre nos dijeron que íbamos a poder entrar a la República. So, you know, it was so you know, we don't know the Lord. That time I didn't know the Lord from Adam. Uh, I didn't know Adam either. Este, <laughs> no, no, no conocía al Señor. Eh, y estábamos buscando a dónde ir. We were looking to see what is there to do. So we found out that on a Friday, every Friday, the YMCA holds a dance, a live band, rock and roll band. And I said, and I told the guys, I said, let's, yeah, we'll go down there. Yeah, 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 let's go. So, fuimos a ese YMCA esa noche. I'm leaving out a lot of, the, I mean, one of the, I think I'm going to have to write a book on this. Yo creo que voy a tener que escribir un libro. I'm telling you that so many things that God did that now I look back and I, I can see it clearly. Amen. So so that night, we're, we arrived at the YMCA about half an hour late. I started around 8 o'clock. We arrived there about 8.30. Llegamos a YMCA este como a la ocho y media de la noche, como media hora tarde. That place was jam-packed. Rock and roll band playing. I mean, you could imagine, you, you were there, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and all the noise, Christian people music. dancing, huh? Christian music? Uh, yeah, Christian music, right. <laughs> Christian spelled backwards, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, so, so we go in, and, and it's packed, and it's noisy. Y está lleno ese lugar, entramos, y estaba ruidoso. I mean, people dancing, the band playing, people talking and laughing, and all this kind of stuff going on. And I remember well, you know, we went to the right here like this, we're looking for a place to sit. And uh, as I'm walking down the aisle there, I hear a girl laughing. Y a medida que yo estoy caminando por el pasillo, oigo a una mujer riéndose, una joven riéndose. Listen to this. I hear this lady laughing. Yo oigo esta muchacha reírse, this young girl. Out of all of that, I look and I saw who was now my wife. I mean, I just looked and I saw her. Okay, and I said, 
mamma mia, ha rotto mi gondoliere. La oigo sonreída ya y, y miro y la veo a ella. Y se me salió lo italiano. Este, well, that night, to make a long story short, that night one of her friends uh, hooked us up, you know, for a date. Una de sus amigas nos este, presentó y nos y arregló una cita. And, uh, and I go and we go out and salimos and uh, I meet her mom y conozco a su mamá. Her mother doesn't like me very well. Su mamá no gusta de mí mucho. She Puerto Ricans had a real bad rap in, in Panama at, you know, at that time, especially the soldiers. Eh, tenía mala fama los puertorriqueños, los soldados en aquel tiempo. So her mother was not too pleased. So to, to push me away, she talks to me about Christ. <laughs> Así para empujarme y sacarme del camino, me habla del Señor. That was her strategy. <laughs> Just so happened that that week after she talked to me about Christ, Sucede que esa semana después que ella me habla de Cristo, we had a special operation on base. We couldn't leave base for a whole week. Teníamos una operación especial en la base y no podíamos salir de la base una semana. And my, my mother-in-law was like, yes, he's gone. <laughs> y, mi, <laughs> y, y mi suegra estaba como que, sí. Gracias, señor. Thank you, Lord. Este... A la semana, one week later, I show up at 8 o'clock in the morning at her house. Me presenté a las 8 de la mañana en su casa. The first person that saw me was my mother-in-law. She tells her, hey, it's your chewing gum. Este, le dijo, ahí está tu chicle, ve a atenderlo. Go attend to him, you know. And, and... She had gone, my wife had gone through a, a very uh, rough time at the church. She was very disappointed and let down by a person that she looked up to very much. En ese tiempo, mi esposa fue defraudada por una persona a quien ella miraba bastante. So, you know, she didn't want anything to do with, with, with people from the church at that time. She grew up, she almost grew up in the pew, you know. Ella creció prácticamente debajo de la banca ya. Este, and uh, she told her mother, I don't want anybody from the church. I don't want anybody from the church. Yo no quiero nadie de la iglesia. Eh, su mamá se entristeció. She got sad. Her mother got sad. But she prayed. I said, God, she said, God, you hear her. You, you, you heard what she is saying. Tú has oído lo que ella eh, dice. But you know what, God? I'm going to ask you to give her what she wants. Te, doy, eh, te voy a pedir que le des lo que tú, ella quiere. She wants somebody, even if it's from the world. Even if he comes from the world that doesn't know Christ or nothing. Alguien que no sepa del Señor ni nada. Alguien del mundo ella quería. Because in her thinking, she says, well, I know what to expect from them. Porque ella decía, yo sé lo que puedo esperar de ellos. And her mother prayed that way. Lord, bring him from afar. Señor, traela, not from a fire. 
okay, from afar. Este, señor, tráelo de lejos. Tráelo de lejos. Pero que él te conozca. But, but Father God, you bring him from afar. You, he, he'll be a worldly person, but a father, you touch him and you bring him to you. You save him. Y que los rescates, Padre Santo. Well, I was a locomotive at that time, smoking. I mean, I didn't even finish one when I lit the other. I used to smoke three packs of cigarettes a day. Me fumaba tres cajas de cigarrillo al día. And I went the first, the first time I went to the church, la primera noche que fui a la iglesia, I had my cigarettes in my pocket. I mean, we're soldiers, okay? We don't have money to speak of. We don't have a lot of civilian clothes. Somos soldados, tú sabes, no tenemos mucho dinero, no tenemos ropa civiles. The government dresses us, you know, with the latest style of greens. El gobierno nos daba la ropa que necesitábamos, ¿verdad? Yo tenía una camisita blanca de raya. I had a, a, a white shirt, had stripes on. Eh, had my pack of cigarettes in my room. You could see it clearly. So I would go to church that first night. Voy a la iglesia esa primera noche. And you know what impressed me the most when I left? What impressed me the most was that nobody gave me a bad look. Nobody said anything derogatory. Everybody loved on me. Y lo que me impresionó es que nadie me miró mal, nadie habló nada mal sino que me amaron, me mostraron amor. And so I went back the second time and uh, without my cigarettes and I go back the third time. Fui la segunda vez y mi cigarrillo y fui la tercera vez. That third night and I was there at church, esa tercera noche que fui a la iglesia, a missionary from the United States was there to preach that night. Un misionero de los Estados Unidos iba a predicar esa noche. And let me tell you, of course, I understood both languages. The pastor there translated it to Spanish, so I got the message twice. Talk about getting a double portion. Hablando de recibir una doble porción. Fue en inglés, traducido al español, yo entendía los dos. Recibí el mensaje dos. And that message was all for Victor Ojeda. Y ese mensaje todo era para Víctor Ojeda. In fact, during the message, I looked at her, you know, I'm wondering, what did, he, did she tell him about me? <laughs> yo, yo la miré a ella pensando, tú sabes, ¿qué le dijo ella acerca de mí a este hombre? But no, it was God. Amen. It took me from Puerto Rico to Georgia to North Carolina to Panama, saved me from going to Vietnam, saved me in Panama through a preacher that came from the United States, a missionary. So I am the product of a missionary Amen. that was sent by God just for me. Yo soy el producto de un misionero que Dios envió solamente para mí. Para mí. Porque esa noche solamente yo acepté al Señor, because that night only I accepted Jesus. And praise God, that red, that, that, that sea closed behind me, and I've never looked back. Hallelujah. 
And I praise God for missions. I praise God for missions. Did you ever think that Jesus was a missionary? Did you ever look at him that way? Did you ever think about him that way? ¿Has pensado en Cristo como un misionero? He came from a far a place to this place called Earth. Él vino de muy lejos a este lugar llamado Tierra as a missionary to the whole world, to the whole Earth. Hallelujah. Como misionero a todos aquí. Por eso él le dice a sus discípulos. That's why he says to his disciples, and he says to us, Go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit, and teach them all that I have commanded you. Ve a todo el mundo y hacer discípulos de todas las naciones, bautizándolos en el nombre del Padre, Hijo y del Espíritu Santo, y enseñándoles todo lo que yo les he mandado a ustedes. That's our commission. That is our commission. Y saben, estamos haciendo eso, and you know we're doing that. Calvary as a whole, we're helping people. You know, every little bit helps. Todo poquito ayuda mucho. Lo poquito ayuda mucho. There was a song by Bill Gaither many years ago that said, Little is much when Christ is in it. Amen. Una canción vieja de, lo Bill, de Bill Gaither era... Poco es mucho con mi Cristo. Cuando Cristo está en hecho, lo poco se hace mucho. So, you know, we're talking about missions. We're mentioning about uh, this. And I want, I, I want to show you a, a few uh, pictures uh, of the things that, that are going on uh, and what we're helping with. This, uh, these people are from Mexico. It's a village uh, that they go to the we have, a, I don't know if you know, we have a, a church, a congregation that's under our covering over there. And they, from there, they extended to two villages about an hour away and about 45 minutes away, the other. And they're doing a great work. And uh, uh, go ahead and just go ahead and change the pictures. And uh, we're going to just continue changing them, look at them. This is in Merida, uh, Mexico. And uh, there's a small congregation, it's a small, con they don't even have walls. No tienen ni paredes todavía, okay? That mission. They have about 40 people, como 40 la congregación. But you know what's amazing? That that little congregation like that, the average age is 35 years of age. The average age is 35, 40 years of age. It's a young congregation. Es una congregación bastante joven, un promedio de 45 a de 35, 40 años de edad. And so these are just some of the pictures down there, uh, and they have extended. Now let me tell you this. Uh, I got to share you with, with you this, what God does. He makes a way. He makes a way. He's a way maker. At the end of 19, uh, 2019, I received a call from a pastor friend in Dallas. Yo recibí una llamada de un pastor en Dallas. He told me, Victor, uh, I, I look on Facebook. I put a video there. You need to see it at the 135 mark. Just go there and, and look at it. There's a word for you there. Uh, Saturday, I woke up and, and I looked at it. El sábado, eso fue un viernes. Sábado, yo lo miré. 
and there was a, a young man that was preaching, and all of a sudden, you know, he's ministering to people, and all of a sudden he turns around to my pastor friend, and he goes to, you know, he goes up to him and says, tell your friend, Ojeda. My pastor friend goes, okay, uh, from Puerto Rico. Yeah. Kingwood, I don't know what that means, Kingwood. He says, I know. God has a word for him. At that point, my pastor friend says, look at the camera and tell him. And he says, God says this, Nuevo Pacto. Now, he doesn't know us from Adam, okay? He doesn't know us at all. I don't know him. I've never seen him in my life, okay? Nuevo Pacto. He says, even with your sons, you have four sons. He says he's not finished with you yet. Even in the midst of the pandemic, he said, I will expand you. You know, I'm not a guy, I've learned to, you know, put something that somebody says, this is a word from God for you. I put it in my pocket, you know, and I go to God later on for confirmation. But when he, when I heard those words, I knew, I knew, I mean, you just, I, I just knew that I knew. My spirit gave testimony to my, that was from God. Let me tell you, this was at the end of 10, 2019. 2020 comes around, all this pandemic stuff and what have you. In 2020, this pastor calls me from Merida and is asking me for covering. And, and praise God, we're giving it to him. He used to belong to one of the big denominations and they just abandoned him. He hadn't heard from them in eight months. They just abandoned him. And uh, uh, I said, you know what? Yeah, the thing is that I knew him already because we had gone there to minister. So I knew what they were doing. And we gave him the covering, we're giving them covering and from that little, that little mission, those 40 people, now they're going out to two villages, two, two towns, reaching out with the gospel. Let me tell you, one of those towns was uh, very famous. Famous for what? For kicking ministers out. They would throw rocks at them. They would do whatever they had to do and they would not accept any pastor, any ministers there from the gospel, from, you know, evangelical Christians. God gave these people favor, and they're ministering there to 14 people right now in a home of 14 people and more uh, are gathering. And this other town, they're ministering, they just last Sunday, they took uh, uh, fruits and food stuff to some of the people there uh, that are very needy, very, very needy. And uh, we're helping them with this. It's an extension, how God says, it's an extension of us. Okay? Guatemala, we have another, another uh, pastor over there that's under us also. And they're doing a tremendous job. 
just in December, they, they, they fed 50 families, 50 families in December with our help. You know, so over there, folks, you know, uh, little is much. Brother, Brother uh, Bautista is the pastor there in Merida. His, the car went south in transmission. Now, you know how much a transmission job would cost here. $300 over there. $300 we sent them. And they're taking care of the car. Praise God, folks. But let me tell you something else. I'm going to end with this. There's a tremendous uh, mission field right here in our own backyard. Right here in our own backyard. We don't have... We don't always have to go outside of the United States. We, right here, there's a tremendous mission field, even amongst us. Even amongst us. Paul says something in Galatians 6.10. He says, do good to all as you have opportunity, but especially, he says, especially to the family of God. And I hope you will cooperate today with the food sale. For these two ladies who lost their husbands within a four-month span time, four months of each other, they lose their husbands. One has uh, two kids, two children, a baby and another. And we want to do this to help them. Why? Because especially to the family of faith. Okay? So, so do this. If you don't like the food, buy it. Give it to somebody else that likes it. I'm here, okay? <laughs> but only $10. It's going to be good food. Let me tell you something. It is good. Good. These ladies cook like, mm, mm, mm. So, so I just want to, I wanted to share that. I'm a product of missions. Amen. We do missions. We want to continue. So, Continue helping us out.